Did I do it? Did I do it right this time? Can did I hear it? I think I did. I mean, I'm off. <gasps> My camera's off angle. A oh, little wait, bit. I'm not but... Terry. No, you're Stefan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly as you don't said. Don't tell Stefan. Yeah, don't, 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 don't tell Stefan. He's not. Yeah, as He's long as real he doesn't watch, it doesn't really matter. So it's all good. Uh, right. Anyway, yeah, this is the uh, this is the not yet titled Monday podcast. I mean, this is the Immaterial Gamers live cast. This is the everything cast. The everything everywhere all at once cast. Yeah, we had just some uh, craziness happening yesterday, so we couldn't do our uh, normal podcast day. Yeah, there was a lot of craziness going on. Uh, we, life. we all, yeah, we all ended up with life things. Um, Terry definitely had life things. I had uh, what I thought was a cricked neck. Just turned out it was um, it was a cold. It was constipation. No, it was it was a cold where <laughs> where basically, well, if we really want to like advertise it, mucus was going up my neck. Yeah, sounds like constipation to me. I, yeah, the constipation of phlegm. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, not quite as much. But anyway, you know what it has done? You know what it has done? It means that, uh, as you can see, well, it's 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 Stefan, oh, Terry, no, that way, that way, and Ryan, and um, I'm wearing white. We'll just get straight into the podcast yeah, it, on this. Yeah, it really screwed me up. Yeah, it's, it's unusual. I like wearing dark clothing. <laughs> dark desert bus clothing, generally. Um, but I've been... I've been doing a good thing. I've been buying more. I've been buying more shirts, things that are slightly different from different places. Not just sitting there cycling the same yearly desert bus t-shirts. Um, but I like. I see that Terry's become king. By the way, I've just I've just noticed. What? You were king? you were king of the uh, king of the Canadians with your oh <laughs> my my blankie. Your blankie just looks like a looks like a cape. Uh, it looks me, like what they would wear, yeah, over their shoulders, the way it is too. The, yeah, for me, for me, I had to wear something. It was the story on this is that I was stupid enough to not buy it during a during the wrestling show. I never actually discussed. Well, I showed the signs that I took to the Soft Pro Wrestling show that we went to in February, but never actually discussed what happened at the show. Well, a lot of wrestling. A lot of good wrestling, a lot of chairs so. flying, a lot of chairs flying everywhere. Uh, a lot of me put taking signs out. One particular time, a sign was actually taken from my hands and paraded around in the middle of the ring, which was fun. It was the one of the ten signs that got picked up and noticed. What? Oh, here we go. Do you want to answer the question, Terry? Because you're not here, Stefan. So we've replaced you with a new Stefan. Yeah. This is my new. This is my new Stefan friend. I've got him really. Oh, so. thank you, Twitch, for uh, making me notice something. Oh, okay then. I maybe that's a fair trade. Maybe that is a fair trade. Maybe maybe he is now the new Terry. So, so the, the, Twitch made you notice something. Ah, I see. Yeah, I was on. All of a sudden, got an ad. I was like, uh, "What's going on here? Why are your alerts not on?" Oh, that? that's a shame. They've, I've always been going through the podcast, and the alerts aren't on. Whoops! 
Huh. Oh, well, but the activity feed is there. Oh, well, there's this uh, Dark Exanger guy who's subscribed with Prime for 18 months. What a guy. What a guy. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but... I, I, I mean, I just think he's great. He's great, and he's certainly someone you don't fuck. What? Unlike... Why are we fucking me? <laughs> Unlike the t-shirt, I didn't get a chance to explain it. I have to lift it because the camera's silly, but... That was one of the features of the wrestling show. Was one of the one of the one of the wrestlers that come out was a guy called Thatcher Wright. He's a Scottish guy. He claims he's a conservative politician, aka a Tory, as they are over here. Uh, thinks he was the like God-given disciple of Margaret Thatcher. I don't know who any of these people are. British politics. Read up, you'll be disgusted. Um, he was interrupted by a group called the Bantabus, which consists of, uh, which consists of uh, the Mancunian Stallion, Tom Farrell. Farewell, farewell. Get it right, Ryan. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Uncle Ryan and Danny Proper, of which Danny Proper is a shirt, uh, does the wrestling and does shirt designs, at which point he came out with a shirt that just said fuck the Tories, and led to the crowd chant of da 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 da, fuck the Tories, dun 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 I'd say we'd get demonetized on YouTube, but let's be honest, we're not making money off YouTube, so hey, come on, come on <sighs> your camera does that oh, there, there, oh the there, camera there, hates there, me, there the camera hates me it's fine, it doesn't like your face no I can understand. Um, but yeah, um, I could have got it at the show, but I didn't think about it. I went and me and Martin took our seats. We didn't go to the merch stand, which was a mistake on our part. Because these shirts sold out and sold out quick. However, As Martin said, it's, it may, may actually have something to do with the current political climate. And let's be honest, can understand it. Uh, yeah, this is the Immaterial uh, Politics cast. Sorry, Terry, I forgot that we were... I, I got you into the, a video the, the game The Immaterial podcast. British Politics. Yeah, the yeah the Immaterial British Politics podcast. Uh, but anyway, they sold out, but he said he was going to do another print run, and I was like, well, there's my opportunity. I then proceeded to win 150 quid on the slot machine, so... <laughs> I'm more than happy to to spend money on the shirt. And the shirt arrived, and that wasn't a surprise. The delivery option was when it's done. And I got an email that said it was on its way on Saturday. So it arrived on Monday. Today. And the parcel was on my chair. Well, no. I mean, remember I went to the show at the beginning of February. But the delivery option, the delivery option said when it's done, which I understood and it was fine. Oh, yeah, but you it mean... coming out, like, saying it's ready to go Saturday, and then it's there Monday, and then that's pretty quick. Monday. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, definitely. But that wasn't the surprise. The shirt wasn't the surprise. The surprise was the fact that I paid for a shirt, and I got a bag of Skittles. With what? them as well. He knows his audience at that point. No, he's, he's, he's putting bags of sweets with the shirts. So... I've been waiting all night for these, so I'm popping these bad boys open. 
There we go, Skittles Chewies. <laughs> Would you like one? I don't know how... I Hold on. There you go. Mm. Oh, I reached the wrong way. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be like that. Well, anyway. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? I've never known. So these are the... These are the Chewies variety. You've got Skittles over there, right? I have Skittles on my desk. Yeah, so you know them. You know, the sweets with the hard shell, and then you yep. you bite into them. Ryan showing now is a pill popper. Is that <laughs> is that you? Is that is that what you feel they've, they've come in? Well, yeah. Anyway. Thank you very much, Danny Proper, for the good shirt design which I bought and the unexpected skills. And uh, he's on Twitter, provided Twitter still works. Jesus. I had to hold out with um. Right, what's happening to Twitter? Oh, Twitter decided, um, well, the 69th Musketeer basically did a, or like, greenlit a, an update. Or um, green little update for Twitter that broke the media function. Do you know how you can you can put in tweets? Well, it broke links. So any tweet that contained a link in it was broken. The problem is media videos and pictures, while they show up on Twitter as videos and images, they are just a link. So if links are broken, videos and pictures were broken. So no one could post anything. So it was just a timeline of grey squares. It's broken. And videos that said cannot be watched in your location. <laughs> um, so I took the mic. I posted a picture of a grey of a grey square. Who would know? So I would know. Yeah. So tell you what have you been she playing. I've been playing spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah, if you could see my screen, you would understand. Oh, I saw uh, your screen. So... Yeah. When you showed your so... connections when I came back this morning, uh, this afternoon. <laughs> so I am playing a game that I've been interested in for a while. I never mm -hmm. thought I'd get, but I decided to get it finally. Yeah. It's called Scrap Mechanic. Scrap Mechanic. Yeah, and it's. A sort of crafty, sort of buildy, sort of you can do survival in it, um, but it has logic stuff in it, mm -hmm. and I like logic. So, in this game, instead of like Minecraft, where you have to have like the only logic you can have in Minecraft is redstone of sorts. In this. You have blocks that can do six functions, six logistics functions. Mm -hmm. um, and it breaks down to very basic um, and or, what are they? And or, X or, NAND, NOR, and XNOR. Okay. So you, and basically, they. Your basic logic gates. Yes. Um, 
And with these six basic logic gates, you can basically do... You can basically make a computer. That's mm -hmm. how a computer works. Yeah. Um, broken down to its basics, um, a computer is basically a bunch of ands and nors. Mm -hmm. Basically, if this one does this, then we do this. And if it isn't this, we do this, and so on and so forth. But all of these gates are basically very basic logic functions. So I've taken on the task of uh, building a, a display, a, a seven-segment display, like your average digital clock. Yeah. I did not expect it to be as complicated as it is. Well, to be fair, you did ask me how many, like, how many minutes there are in a day. Yeah. I, I I decided to make one binary counter to display the whole thing mm -hmm. instead of breaking it into each segment. Or not each segment, each um, number. Each instance. Yeah. Like, I could have saved a lot of... Well, some fuckery if I made each number be able to control itself. Mm -hmm. But I figured there's a lot more that can go wrong if one segment then controls the next segment. If something goes wrong with one of the segments, every segment after it will have a problem. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I make it one big counter that can count all of the minutes, if somehow one of them screws up, it shouldn't affect the other ones. They should continue counting. Yeah. As long as the actual counter doesn't screw up. So, I have now gone from a 6-bit system, which I didn't even need 6-bits, I only needed 5-bits. Right. Um, but I went from a 6-bit counter to a 12-bit counter. Oh. Which now means, technically, my clock can count up to 200 and 2,000 and 56. Mm. All the way from zero, all the way up to 2056. Nice. And it's working. That part works. No problems. It'll count all the way through. Um, um. All I'll have to do now is set up a reset so that when it gets to the, what is it, 1440 for yeah. how many minutes or in an hour? Or for how many minutes or in a day? Uh, once it counts to 1440, then it'll have to reset itself Mm -hmm. um, I'm probably going to have it running seconds and not uh, minutes because I don't want to stand there for 24 hours to see if it to counts if all the it numbers. Works. <laughs> <laughs> it's already going to take a long time with just every second going Oh, on. there we go. Making a digital clock 24 hours, one idiot. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There's a stream. <laughs> Can we watch the whole thing? <laughs> can we play a game while this whole... Oh, that's what it could do. I could just record it and you could put it into a video. Uses the counter in a video. <laughs> scrap mechanic scrap mechanic timer. Yeah. My god, trying to upload that onto YouTube. I, I mean, to be fair, I need to speak to Duncan about um, just, just like some... or to give him some stuff for his for his thing. Um, I'll just 
put it up here for 120 um for 180 emblems in Sonic Adventure 2 12 hours one idiot which is happening this Sunday this Sunday the, uh, which is going to the podcast to the Monday again um either to the Monday or the the Saturday one or the other I haven't Saturday, decided I think yet. Of the Saturday, yeah. Yeah, but awesome. we could just we could just get it done early on the Saturday and maybe maybe make it a game based podcast. We haven't done one of those in a while. Mm. Speaking of, uh, you've got a tiny little quiz that I'm going to give to you later. Uh oh. <laughs> I may have I may have posted it on the um on the Twitter along the lines of uh, Terry is going to be doing a little quiz. He doesn't know it yet. I should probably start paying attention to. Uh, it's all right. Don't worry. It's no. It's just a guess the year quiz. Guess don't worry. The year just, quiz. just one. It's just one year. One question split into three parts, and we'll see if we can get the year. Hopefully, it's something that I know. Yeah, so I want to look smart. Hey, we'll find out. We'll find out. The other thing is, I'm looking at bringing the oddest back. Oh my god! My counter is about to count to the top number. Yeah, the top number. Oh, I'm having cranberry juice, by the way. Oh, God, i got to make sure I don't spill this on the shirt. Yeah. Three, two, one. Happy Reset. New Year. Reset. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, oh, 2024 already. I kind of wish. So, you, so you're enjoying Scrap Mechanic, then? Yeah, me and, and Steph it's... have been playing it, too, and making some weird vehicles, and... <laughs> Doing all kinds of weird things. So, so yeah, your little I weird besiege style vehicles. I just saw he was like, just yeah, two, two wheels and a seat. Well, no, four wheels usually. Fair enough. But they're not standard wheels. They're wheels mm-hmm. built out of suspension pieces, and so they have a lot of movement in them, which makes them good for climbing up terrain and stuff like that, or climbing over each other, which is yep. what we seem to do more of. Fair enough. But yeah. Now, did very... like, the reason you called it spaghetti, by the way, just to confirm on that, is that I came in and watched the stream, or watched your Discord stream, and you were shaking, and I saw cubes, and I was like, cubes! And then I turned away for a second to come back, and I just saw blue connection points and lines everywhere. From what Steph yeah. told me, you were in connection mode, but it just looked like blue sk- spaghetti to me. Yeah, it. that's basically what this whole thing looks like, because each of those blocks may connect to multiple um, other blocks Mm -hmm. and yeah just the decoder alone is going to hit so much more complicated I'm going to cry because (laughs) now oh you posted the Steam Store scrap mechanic I did Um, now instead of each of the decoders only having to check the status of six bits, they're going to have to check the status of all 12 bits to make sure mm-hmm. that it's in the correct position for uh, what it wants. Basically, they check the, like, the zero or the one of each of the bits, and if it's the exact what they need, that one will then change the display. Yeah, but now I like I said now I have twelve bits instead of six, so now it has to check twice the amount. I've probably broken it. I'm probably gonna regret it. <laughs> but that's the that's the fun of logic. You have to make it work and find In- new ways. Yeah, indeed. 
Something that my head can't get around a lot. Eh, but it means I get I to can... watch. Yeah. It, it, it makes me want to cry sometimes. <laughs> like, I only just got parts of it working, and then I added more parts to it, which is probably going to break the part that I got working. So it's just like, start over. Uh, so, I um, break everything. Apparently. So how do you respond to accusations that you break everything? I do break everything. Oh, that, that's how I play games. I, I like to... Is this really a limit, or can I find a way around it? <laughs> that's just sort of how I am. We go. So, are we doing a quiz? Are we doing some news? Are we doing a little bit of both? I've got to talk about what I played first. No, you don't play yeah. things. So, very quickly, me and Steph have played the Wayfinder beta. Right, now it's time to move on, because of NDA, I can't discuss anything... We can't discuss anything that we've seen in the game. Really? So, you can't? You, correct. You've signed an NDA for it? It, it gives... Um, by accepting the the access and the invitation to the Wayfinder beta, you are under NDA. A fact that uh, it reminds you at every opportunity in giant red letters. You cannot disclose! Mm-hmm. Played it. You shall not disclose! What <laughs> Gandalf's there on the loading screen. You shall not disclose! That would be pretty funny, actually. That would depend on the game Terry's playing, because I break it otherwise. NDA, well, yeah, or the, and, NDA or the NDA or the mechanics. <laughs> me and Stefan break things in every game we play. Ah, right. Okay. Fair enough. So, other games that I've been playing, you've watched me because it's been two weeks since I've did the podcast. Stupid cough. Um, Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age. It's Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age. Um, I've Is been there playing. Zodiac in it? There is actually a Zodiac in it. Oh my god, I'm so smart. Wow. Um, I've also currently been playing a game called Soul Hackers 2. It's the sequel to the game Soul Hackers. It's part of the ever-increasing spin-offs of the Shin Megami Tensei franchise. Those RPGs of which Persona is one of them. Tensei. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shin Segumi. Um, now, but the one that I do want to talk about at the moment is Like a Dragon Ishin. The game that I've been playing on role-playing, not in the games, over the past couple of weekends. And we'll be looking to do more of. Does mean I will be doing a truncated Sunday stream of Like a Dragon because of you like Canadians and your and your springing forward two weeks before everyone else in the world. Yeah. The time zones. Which means you're now under the time zone of EDST? Or you will be come Sunday? Yeah, I was gonna say we're not yet. It's this weekend, I think. Yeah. So for the next for the next couple of weeks, anyone who's watching, um, It'll be GMT or GMT minus four, as opposed to the usual GMT minus five. Yeah, it gets kind of confusing this the two times of the year that we switch. Yeah, well, we're throwing that up there now. So, like a dragon Ishin, formerly known as Yakuza Ishin. Well, actually, this one was never Yakuza Ishin because it never came out in the West. Uh, oh, but yes. we're in the east. This game contains content you've asked not to see. 
nudity slash sexual content. I was done with Steam recommended me like trash pile anime games that were just an excuse for porn. You love it. But um I mean like Dragon Ishin does have a does literally have a fight where does have a a fight between your hero character and another character in a bathhouse in the buff. Masked only by the steam of the bathhouse. Um, but uh, yeah, Ishin is part of the Yakuza slash Like a Dragon role-playing games by Sega. Sega! Oh, I miss that. Honestly, I think I may need to change my alarm. Or my alarm ringtone. To that? To that. That would be pretty cool. I mean, if it just keeps looping, Sega, Sega, and increasingly louder tones as well. So, Sega, and then it'd be like the old American advert. Sega! Just, just, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah. So, the Like a Dragon games generally started off as, as RPGs that were like action brawlers. Initially, you'd have an overworld and then your random fights, you would come up against a bunch of mooks and you would, um, you know, just kick the crap out of them, brawler style. You know, button, uh, like hack and slash style, but with your fists. And then recently, with the seventh main iteration of the game, it's become a turn based RPG instead. Which still kind of works. The, The idea behind it is the main character was addicted to Dragon Quest. So therefore, he sees all his fights as turn-based Dragon Quest-style battles. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since he's the main, he's now the main character going forward for that series. They're turn-based RPGs, but Ishin uh, is a historical, like a dragon game, set in feudal Japan. I can words good. Are you sure? Because I'm not understanding you. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, we, where, where, where did you lose? Where did I lose you? The brawl a bit. I lost you when you t- when you said Sega. You lost me. What? Wow. <laughs> Fight, fighty, fighty games where you get experience and money, and you've got like giant overworlds. They're known. The, I'm with the, you. The, the series of games are known for having small open worlds. Like, very small open worlds. So, like, the main series of games took place in a in a town called Camarocho. And you, your game would basically be in that. But what it lacks for in size, it makes up for in a lot of fucking things to do. There's tons of restaurants that you can eat food in and mini-games. Um, you know, places to go. So, rather than you know, rather than what most open world games these these days do, and say we've got six hundred square kilometers of verdant wasteland for you to wander around and do nothing in. The like a dragon games have about two square meters of land where they put everything in. I to yeah. say two square meters is not very but big. I'm, I'm being I'm being hyperbolic. It's a bit a bit of hyperbole there. You're a hyperbolic. I am not a hyperbolic. I am a hyperbolic. Um, That's bollocks. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so, so anyway, yeah, Ishin's set in like 
sort of like the end of feudal Japan. So it's like a couple of hundred years after the Warring States period. Steph's favourite period of Japanese history. Where do you think he gets his username from? Masamune, as in Masamune Date. One of the one of the bigger names in, in that history. Now, so this is at a time where they're known as the Black Ships. That's basically where America decided to be America and come over to Japan and basically say, look at you and your closed society. Open the fuck up. So they did. And the Dutch are also around as well. But um, but, but are they the Dutch again? Mm-hmm. The Dutch they again. They are the Dutch again. Yeah, you play as um um oh what's the name of the character? Ryoma? Uh da, 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 da. Uh Sakamoto Ryoma. Also known as <laughs> Kazuma Kiryu. Because what they've done with this game is they took all the face and all the faces and voice actors and facial actors actual actors. The actors of the Yakuza games and put them in Ishin as like self-inserted things rather than making them historically accurate but uh, anyway basic game basically same as all the other like dragon games you go through a, like a story with lots of political intrigue and mystery and craziness and you go around slicing fools up as you do as you do normally you know normally in a yakuza game you'd punch people or you'd pick up benches and slap them around the face with the bench and the, the the combat's quite visceral. You feel like when you hit someone with with the bench, it will slow mo shot them being hit with the bench, so you can just see their face just go as if as if as if being hit and their teeth get knocked out. And then even though you know you've you've shot them, stabbed them, bludgeoned them to death, you know, curb stomped them. Once the fight ends, they're there on the floor going, "Ow, my head! I am sorry. I'm sorry. Please have this money." And these items please, that I dropped. Please take my money. Because no one dies in a Like a Dragon game unless they are meant to in story. <laughs> um, but I do like the fighting styles in it. You've got Brawler. Use your fists. You have Gunman. You shoot with a a revolver because I don't know if that was I don't know if that was accurate in Japan at the time, but <laughs> you've got it. Um, you've got Swordsman. Which you use a sword, and then you have. I would wild... have never guessed that one. <laughs> I know, right? And then you have wild gunner, sword in one hand, gun in the other, and is, in my opinion, the best style. There's all this other stuff, you know, brawler getting up and close and dealing little damage, but you can block and parry and do all that stuff, or you can be a guy with a sword and a gun, and just. Yeah, you can't block because, you know, you've got a sword in one hand and a gun in the other. But you could just pirouette round people and, and dodge all the time and be dead fluid and you just slice fools up and then shoot other fools. And that's great. So is Hogwarts Legacy. No. No, because as far as I'm concerned on this, it's historically accurate and isn't, you know, hasn't been written by a transphobe, but, you know. But maybe... Maybe uh, Hogwarts Legacy is historically accurate. Hmm. 
I don't think he took me very your podcast, seriously. Your podcast hasn't broken people. That is just awkward silence. I don't think he believes me that it could be accurate. I, I damn right didn't. I damn right don't <laughs> believe you. Why like not? Like I say, I think I've made my I've, I've made my personal opinions of it quite clear. Fuck that game. That's my personal opinion. Everyone else, you do you. But um, you're not very nice, Ryan. I know. I know. I'm not very nice. I'm I'm an I'm an evil fuckwit who destroys everyone he gets in contact with. That's not very nice. Right, should we talk about news then? It's all about the news, baby. Yeah, so let's do some follow-ups. We've got a couple of follow-up bits of news. Do we? Yeah. Do you remember a couple of weeks back we talked about um, uh, like a, a city builder game? We w- yeah, the one that we wanted to bring back up. Yeah, this is definitely the one we want to bring back up because um, this was this this was the the city builder game that was set in Sol- Soviet Russia. Soviet? Soviet Russia. In Soviet Russia? In the, you know... Game the chooser picks you! City builds you, not... <laughs> um, yeah, so there was, a, there was a game called uh, Workers and Resources, Soviet Republic. And when we last looked at this, was taken down off Steam because a fan of the game who got very, very pissy that the game developers weren't bowing down to their... Um, their whims and they promised him they would credit him in the game but then he went off on a like an impatient rant um, turns out in the, in the behind the scenes that the game developers were defending YouTubers who were talking about his mode without this fan's permission in his head basically it turns out that he tried to get on the idea that he was a lawyer to force effectively the game and the devs out of business um, but he'd be what would be more known as a vexatious lit- uh, litigant just a guy who just vexatious litigant according to the comments of the Kotaku article um, it just make claims and just hope that just like I'm a lawyer and then people would just go oh shit he's a lawyer stop oh shit yeah it turns out that the devs didn't care they they fought they fought back uh, in that in that case and as of as of March the fourth, the game is now back on Steam. So, uh, what is it? Is it really? It is actually. Because uh, look, here's the here's the, the Steam, Steam store one. page. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, good for them. They're back. Oh, that's not the that's not the Steam store page. That's the uh, that's a that's an event. <laughs> There we go, hold on. Find the store page. There it is. Got it. There you go, there's the app. Um so Yay. so according to the ah. Kotaku article, if you if you're if you're if you're down for that sort of thing of, of you know, wanting to build a city in the grand old age of communism. Um No, you're not a lawyer, Steph. No. Steph's our lawyer. The only <laughs> one we can afford. God help us all. Uh, I, you see, I'd, I'd, people think, oh, that's offensive, but now I'm sure Steph would agree with me. You know, you know, playing Ace Attorney does not make you a lawyer, right? You can't just like Ace go. Rich, you're a pet detective. You can't just go. Rah, objection. And then you know things. 
Well, Jesus, the depth of that camera, I like it. Yeah. Um. So you're a depth camera. I sure. You got anything to say there, Terry? Are you happy that you're what? able? To, are you happy that you might be able to play a Soviet, a Soviet communism city building game? Frozen. Or my computer has frozen. I think your computer. I'm taking you for all of the money you have. Your one P will be mine. Ah. Oh. Everything just caught up all of a sudden. Wait, sort of. Yeah, that, that's your I'm... PC, pal. <laughs> yeah, because my Discord's doing it. My Twitch is doing it. Everything is doing it, except uh... for my game that I'm playing is working just fine. Uh, that might explain it. Resource allocation and all that. Uh, well, so you can got... hear me, right? I can hear you. So that's all that matters to me. Fair enough. Uh, so anyway, yeah, you happy to you happy to play Soviet uh, city build again? But in Soviet Russia... City Builder builds you. I... Yuji Naka. What? We talked about this story a couple of weeks back as well. Uh, the you know one of the creators of Sonic the Hedgehog, Yuji Naka, getting arrested a couple of weeks back for insider trading accounts. Trading. Trading. Insider trading. I can speak words efficiently and effectively. And most importantly, correctly. That's uh, so, not true. Yeah, so a few weeks back, he was he was arrested. Uh, well, Jesus, last year, uh, regarding basically putting stocks into mobile game companies, um, just as their games were being announced. Stonks. Uh, stonks. So you know that is the very definition of insider trading, because you know. How would he have known to put stocks in the mobile develop, uh, mobile game company that's bringing out Dragon Quest Mobile? You know, and then suddenly making tons of money off it. Uh, so according to this other um, Kotaku article, uh, Mr. Naka has, uh, has pled guilty, or looks to be pleading guilty, of charges of insider trading. That's, an, that's a not a good charge, man. No, it is not. Uh, I'd like to actually see what the uh, what would the like the this is the. Let's know what the charges are for insider trading. But uh, yeah, Naka at the time uh, purchased ten thousand shares, equivalent to about twenty thousand US dollars, two point eight million yen. Um. In the company aiming, who were making Dragon Quest Tact. Uh, and then uh, he my god why did he think that that was going to work like where do you, where do you get the idea of thinking that you know what I know some information I know the, one of these companies um, you know are going to build this game and if I get in early and buy a bunch of shares I'll be rich but you you're going in there with stuff that, you know, people don't know about. There's a slight difference. Oh, Naka. Your actions are no good. Funny that's actually Sonic related. No good. Yeah, super spin your way out of that one. And then speaking of Square Enix, because um, Yuji Naka also was working on Balan Wonderworld, the highly derided game. By Square Enix, <laughs> that uh, reportedly caused Square Enix to sue him. 
sue you. Sue you. Sue's me, princess. Anyway, um, yeah. Speaking of Square Enix, uh, their current CEO might be looking to be um, replaced, according to Eurogamer here. Um, this is uh, Yosuke Matsuda, who this time last year wrote a letter to the community basically telling people that, yeah, they're going to be going all in on the NFT craze. And, oh, uh, God. and, and uh, what was it? Play to earn was the title that he was trying to go for stuff. Of, uh, you know, getting people to pay for their games and NFTs and to have value and stuff like that. And if, you, and if you're not wanting to take part in this, then you're not you're not a true gamer. You're not. You're not looking to push the industry forward. I'll push your industry forward. So Martin has just looked for something for me regarding NACA and the thing. So it would be considered, uh, according to the FCA, it would be considered a type of fraud, and so what we're looking at in terms of that would be along the lines of like wire fraud, right? Just, just fraud. Uh, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll find out. Like, well, insider trading, Japan's sentence, you know what? Uh, but yeah, it looks like uh, Square Enix are deciding they're looking to keep the whole idea of NFTs going. Um, but the idea of NFTs without the without the uh, the issue and the elephant in the room, or the Yosuke Matsuda-shaped elephant in the room, of him being the frontman for Square Enix. Maybe because, uh, no, in my personal opinion, doubling down on uh, on NFTs when quite clearly it's not going to work probably doesn't help. Usually not. Uh, so look, I can I can spell Japan correctly. So. It's J-Y-P-O-N. Jaipon. Yep. So, uh, according to this, financial crime in Japan, a person who commits insider trading can be punished for imprisonment for up to five years. That's kind of mean. That's that's the general development cycle of a Sonic game. Uh, I've got to stop. I've got to stop. Gotta stop. Right. Uh yeah, I think we've I think we've I think we've held Terry on tenor hooks for, for long enough now. It is time oh to play. It is time to play Guess the fail I am. <laughs> It is time to play Guess the Year in video games. Da 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 Seventeen hundred. No. No. So Terry, um it's pretty simple. What I'm gonna do with this, I have a wiki page for a year in video games. I'm gonna mention a couple of of um big bits of news and and you know top games of the period and stuff that's important that could have happened in that year and all you have to do is by the end of it tell me the year if you if you get the year right congratulations you win nothing i don't get a donut uh you might get a donut i want a donut steph's just like I randomly you... guessing years so i want you to bring me a donut so what would you like first, Terry? Would you like like, you know, the the top games sold worldwide in that particular year? Yeah, sure. Let's okay. So, uh in this year in question. Oh yeah, no googling, no cheating, no cheater bix. 
I am uh, not gonna cheat. Okay. So the I top open up Google. So the top So the top selling video game of this year was Gran Turismo four for the PlayStation two, selling over a million units in Japan, a million and a half units in the United States, and for a total of five million units worldwide. And I believe I owned it myself. Okay. Do you have an inkling uh, yet? I'm going to say... Two thousand two. Okay, so you got two thousand two for now. So sure. let's let's think. So other games that came out in this year. So we'll look at. So that was the top game sold. But other games that came out notable in that year. Uh, just looking at critically acclaimed titles here. Uh, was Resident Evil Four? Was it Resident Evil Four? It was. So I am thinking. Um, we've got Half Life. Half Life Two came out in this year. Uh, Guitar Hero, the very first Guitar Hero, also came out in this year. Ooh. Um. Maybe it's a little later than. I, no, I feel like I was. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to my gut. Two thousand and. Two-ish. Okay. Give you one last bit here. This is, this will be an important bit of news. If uh, you say anything about the Twin Towers, then I know I was close. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to give you an important bit of news, or like a big bit of news regarding something that happened in this year. So in July 20th of this year, after coming under, and this is according to the wiki article, after coming under heavy fire from many politicians, most notably Hillary Clinton, the ESRB re-rated re -rated Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto San Andreas an adults-only rating due to the Hot Coffee mod. Rockstar ceased production of the game at that point and announced plans to offer a new version of the game that could not be affected by the mod and a patch for the PC version to get rid of it. Huh. San Andreas, I feel like was much later than 2002. I'm sticking with my gut, whatever. You're sticking with your wrong. gut. Yeah, 2001 or 2002, actually. Okay. And I see that Steph has wrote, and his last one's here, would he want to go 2003 or 2004? Just, just so we can throw it in here. It goes four. Okay. Regardless of that, Steph was closer. So the year was 2005. Oh. So, um, what was like other stuff? Because there was like other bits of news that come up, but that was the big one. Was the whole hot coffee debacle. Hot coffee. Um... But yeah, there was like stuff here. You see a lot of business ones, according to the wiki page, was just like X publisher was bought by other publisher. You know, publisher this, publisher that. And then it comes to July and it was just like 
Uh, yeah, hot coffee. Oh, also, seven days later, uh, Sony released the first major update for the PSP. I had one of those. I had, I had a PSP. I had a Vita. You're a Vita. Face is a Vita. That's not very nice. What did so, my face anyway, ever do to you? Um, guessed 2002. <laughs> that wasn't my face. That was my brain. What? 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 Was that the hot cough from... A hot coffee from nerds? MRDS. No, it was San Andreas. GTA San Andreas. Mac? McDonald's? No. Oh, caution, hot coffee. <laughs> Imagine, though, if you walked in and said, ah, yeah, can I get a Happy Meal, please? And you get the mod for GTA San Andreas. <laughs> my, uh, my cafe San Andreas mods. Uh... All right, anyway, I've got to leave it to that. But anyway, that was the game of um, what year in video games Just history was this? So, um... Yeah, well, we might do those a bit more often, just to cool down and, and do stuff. And like I say, I'm bringing, looking at bringing back the oddest in a sort of improv game style way in the future. Yes, that's all I prepared for, Steph. Generally, I prepared for one thing we were going to get more people. Terry, what are you doing? I got were you trying to by thing? Oh, were you trying to? We oh right, okay. Thing got me. The thing up in the. Yeah, it is possible for Wednesday Adams to be technically allergic to colour. Where did that even come from? Bloody theory videos. You know, the, the game theory channel, and then the subset of channels film theory, food theory, and then the new channel, style theory. Had a look at whether Wednesday Adams in the TV series or the Netflix series Wednesday could actually be allergic to colour as she you know, sarcastically suggests in one scene of the show I'm allergic to colour uh, yeah. I'm what, allergic what, what to your face uh, what, what happens? oh I uh, come out in hives and the skin peels from my bones I, uh, I break out in colours <laughs> yeah. and then uh, I'm allergic to myself and die uh, yeah. right uh, I think we're going to wrap up the podcast with the schedule because that's how we do things. Um, so we're on Monday at the moment. So uh, the not yet titled Monday stream is, well, supposed to be here now. So it's going to be the not yet titled Tuesday stream instead. There is not a dual play this Wednesday, but there may be a pickup stream. Keep an eye out on the Twitter. Thursday, Teamfight Thursdays. Uh, probably going to go back onto Teamfight Tactics. I think we're coming up Yay. to this, I think we're coming up to the sunset of set eight, so we're like getting towards eight point five. So there's only a couple of times to mess around with it before we have to learn again. Uh, Friday play session, we're looking at having a different game for play session because we're going to look at doing the finale of Harvester as a pickup stream later down the line. Um, Saturday and Sunday mornings are going to be role playing Nottingham games. I'm going to play some more uh, Like a Dragon Ishin. Uh Big full three hour stream on the Saturday like Most likely a two hour stream on the Sunday To make sure there's enough time For Duncan to get set up To do 
12 hours one idiot on the Sunday. Uh, definitely join there and keep him company. I will try and get him to get into the live stream channel on our Discord so we can speak to him. <laughs> like we did with like we did with Sonic Adventure 1, 12 hours one idiot. Um, because we need to keep him company because it's going to be lonely. Believe me, I know. <laughs> you love being alone. I yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. No, if I choose to be alone, yeah, sometimes I just want to be alone. If I like think, oh yeah, people can all join me and then I end up being alone, I, I become sad. I was talking to you. You were chat. You were. You were talking to me through chat and we'll have to see I did how spend a lot of time on the channel. You did. But... You did. Near near the end, sort of the the running. Yeah, end. well, I was playing other games, and I didn't want to... I, I get occupied by my own games, and then start talking about it, and it's not good stream quality. No, I, I know but, what you mean. But yeah, anything that keeps him company, and some just to be chatty and stuff like that, that'd be cool. I'm going to try I to mean, confuse him. I'm going to talk to him about random stuff and see if I can just hit, throw him off his game. The Duncan, that's what you're prepared for, mate. Hope you're prepared for it. Uh, right. Um, yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast, please give us a like, share, and subscribe if you're li- listening to this on the YouTube, or if you're listening to it on wherever your podcasts are served. Um, do do all that. Big thumbs up, give thumbs up, likes, and all that. Check us out on the Twitch as well if you're watching it live now. Uh, give us a follow. More follows mean more chances to be seen, which means potentially more money coming in to afford us the ability to do more 12 hours X idiot streams. Like I say, we've got an idea for American Truck Simulator, we just need the resources and infrastructure to do it. And other 12 hours X idiot streams could happen from there. So, take that into account. Uh, So, before another ad starts playing, we're going to get off. So from you're myself, an advertisement, and your ads run in a minute from now. Oh, bye everybody, we love you. Love you, bye bye. Was an animaniacs thing, wasn't it? I don't know. Okay, anyway. I love you, bye bye. Okay, I lo- okay, I love you, bye bye. Fuck the Tories. It <laughs> really. <laughs> Oh, God. We better go. Bye. Yeah. Nope, that's the power down button. Not that. No. Outro. Outro.